0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave?
1: Swimmingly.
0: You're sitting in a chair. There's
1: no way you're swimming. Oh, that was my very, very loose time, which I'll make a call back to in like 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. I wonder where that phrase actually came from, swimmingly.
1: I think if you're swimming, you're just generally happy because water's fun to be in and play in.
0: Yeah, I mean... That's probably that's probably true for most people, but I think you know people on the Titanic probably had a different opinion there. I'm doing swimmingly. That was not a good turn of phrase for them.
1: I wouldn't say they were swimming, Jake.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, talking about Titanic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's not what we're talking about. Did Let's... you want to talk about one of the <laughs> movie
1: adaptations where they did the animated versions? Titanic. <laughs> Let's talk Titanic. about <laughs> Titanic. <laughs>
0: uh yeah but uh people aren't ready for our movie reviews yet we've got to we just got to keep recording episodes on the side we'll upload them eventually
1: yeah yeah
0: anyways minecraft as uh you guys probably picked up by the intro uh is a game which makes it eligible for us to talk about it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: that's that's all it takes that meets that meets, meets our minimum <laughs>
1: And it's on a JRPG, so those two <laughs> we, things. Yeah, we can talk. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it is one of those uh, old as fuck games. Yeah,
0: coming up on, like, a decade of actual release. Not too long out. Yeah. Um, which is interesting to think about. You know, like, look back on a game and you're like, all right, well, I didn't start playing Minecraft until, like, you know, I was this old. And you're like, crap, it's it's been, like, ten years. Like, um kids are growing up that were born, you know, after Minecraft, (laughs) and that was their, like, that's, like, one of their early games, right? Like, a bunch of kids play Minecraft.
1: Oh, yeah, it's become very, very accessible. They have it on tablets. They have it on all these different platforms as well. Yeah, literally everything. And we just had it was, like, go out and punch trees, and you're like, why? (laughs) It's like, you'll find out later. (laughs) It's literally just trees. (laughs) It's trees and the
0: ability to punch, so... (laughs) I mean, do what you will. <laughs> it was a 2D platformer for a while. Yeah. Working title tree puncher. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think both of us uh, started pretty early, right? Like, um, I, Yeah, I was beta-ish. It's like beta alpha
1: type deal. Um, it's kind of like creative plus. I think it did have survival mode. Mm-hmm. But like I was telling you, it's just kind of you punch trees. There were a couple of mobs. Yeah there might have been two or three biomes tops
0: yeah it was like green like grass and then you could go underground and there's cobble that's your other biome <laughs> got to deal with that you got
1: to build the cobble biome <laughs>
0: i don't even think they had the uh, the auto-generated like caves or anything yet so it was just digging i don't know when the caves came in actually so yeah see this is going back like 10 years so half of this is going to be a podcast about the true state of the game and what it was like and the other one's just going to be fabrications based off do you my remember the thing? yeah i think i do somebody's yeah. actually looking up like that's wrong that's fucking yeah, wrong. this is all wrong notch is just listening to us he's just like hmm no <laughs> that's probably not the case uh so the creator of minecraft obviously notch everyone knows that literally everyone um distanced himself from it eventually Microsoft picked it up and has been developing since
1: I would like to point out there was a an economical transaction there right yeah. it wasn't like he just abandoned it Microsoft's <laughs> like
0: we'll save this project he just he just like picked Minecraft up in his arms and just walked to the dumpster yeah. <laughs> and then pulled
1: briefcases of money out of, out of the dumpster in exchange it sounds uh, like an interesting payday 2 mission yeah <laughs> Oh man, he was the only person to work on it for. I'm not sure how long he actually worked on it. Yeah, but I'm not going to say because I'll be wrong. Right, but it was his pet project for a long time, mm-hmm. and it was, it still is, as far as I know, run off of Java. Yeah, yep, and still. it became this beautiful thing, and it's been growing ever since. There's still patches to this day. Yeah, not this day specifically, but <laughs> it might maybe we don't know if people are <laughs> listening to this era.
0: When you're listening to the podcast right now, just go to the wiki, check the patch log. There will be another patch release today. Um but yeah, it was it was Java, um kind of inspired by uh games like, Inf- like Infiniminer, like Infinominer, um, other types of uh, games that kind of had some mechanics sort of like Minecraft, but not developed as much. Um and I mean really basic. It was it was basic back when we played it, like oh, yeah. a decade ago. But Categorically, it added things that um I will say were basically like addictive drugs to to those that like exploration and creation. Um it was it's probably... almost the
1: equivalent of um like mobile games, it's very simple, like uh Angry Birds. You're just mm-hmm. drawing back birds and like tapping the screen. Yeah. And that's kind of what it was. You're just kind of left clicking the screen to destroy blocks. Yep. And then right click on the screen to place blocks. Yeah. But it gets your creative juices flowing. You're like, well, maybe I can make a house that does this, have a doorway and lay out this, use those types of materials, and make a farm and build these traps and all these, And it just keeps going and going.
0: I remember, like, back in the day, I thought about it as, like, Lego for adults. And then I was proven completely wrong when it also just became Lego for kids. Like, <laughs> people are playing Minecraft instead of, you know, physical blocks and stuff like that, or watching all these videos. And, uh, yeah, no, it's obviously a cultural phenomenon at this point. Um, but taking it taking it all the way back, take it back take what it back, take it back. was it like to play Minecraft when you started?
1: I think back then it was similar for how it is to me now. Mm-hmm. Uh I really enjoyed the left clicking and mining aspect of it. Right. You just get the ambient uh, noises and music as you kind of delve down into the earth. Yeah. My go-to analogy is always, like, you go down, a naked boy, and you come up, (laughs) a a naked naked man. A naked man, yeah. (laughs) But usually you also have all these resources and blocks, and you've been living off of zombie flesh. Yes. And maybe you've, like, accidentally found some grass underground and started, like, a a mini two-by-two farm. (laughs) And you kind of, like, hold your hands over the fire. And you just kind of live off your bare bones for a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think...
0: I think that the survival aspect of that kind of appealed to me like um i know like i was never big on creative mm-hmm. i always pretty much was uh rocking survival um and admittedly survival in minecraft is like very easy it's very easy to survive like, yeah it's not it's like you first night.
1: resources going on this
0: i remember like um there is like early youtube videos where it's just like how to survive your first night of minecraft or something it's like literally just get a source of food Dig two, like, three blocks down, put a block above your head. And yep. AFK. <laughs>
1: because you won't really expend any stamina while you're just not moving. Exactly, yeah.
0: And, like, they didn't even have, uh, I think, Hunger Bar until a certain uh, phase in the game. They added that some at some point in development. But it was relatively early. Um, but, yeah, you're talking about the, the zombie flesh thing. The fact that uh, eating the zombie flesh gave you the hunger debuff, which would deplete your hunger but if you had enough zombie flesh, you just like keep just like noshing on it to keep the bar full to keep why healing. I so hungry. <laughs> I, I just ate. Because you'd refresh the buff, but as long as your health, your bar was full enough, it would heal you anyway. So it was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. Also, there was a chance that it would give you the hunger debuff. Oh, yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. guaranteed. That's right. So you'd have your first bite like, oh, that was nourishment. <laughs> yeah. Zombie flesh sure, you're even like that. <laughs>
0: Not sure why I see people say this is such a bad idea. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I think the that kind of I'm mean, gonna use the term primal experience of just digging underground, getting resources, trying to get diamonds, bringing them back up. That was like kind of what defined the experience, and yeah. it was it was like progression too. It's like you start with nothing and you make something, whether that's you know better gear for yourself, better weapons, or houses or anything like that like the lego simulation basically um i think that strive to always accomplish something is what made the game so addictive it's like um a lot of games have a distinct like linear story you're going to be playing out You're like gold and gold and gold and maybe you have a good experience playing that game and minecraft is one of those games and there's been others since obviously um where it's very, very open-ended and you get to pick what you want to work on next. It's like it's never like, ah, crap, I absolutely have to do this, so that's what I'm going to do, or the game's forcing you to do this. Um, If you find yourself in a situation like that where it's like, oh, I should expand our food source, um, rather than feeling like the game's forcing you into it, it's like your own decision based off of circumstances.
1: Yeah. I've never been the guy to kind of well, usually if we get a bunch of people on a server, certain people will be in charge of like, oh, I'll make a farm to help feed everybody. Right. Whereas I'm the guy who like makes runs out of town. Mm-hmm. I'll find animals in the wilderness and just <laughs> I'll slaughter cows. Right. Feed, anything that I can provide meat. And then I come back, I just kind of drop it on the table like, <laughs> this is for you.
0: <laughs> it's kind of like if this, was, if this was an RPG, you were just like leaving the village Hunting a bit, you know, like killing mobs or whatever. Yeah. Coming back, you're like selling off your stuff. Get some better equipment based off what the people in the village have made. I'm the I'm the RPG there. guy.
1: Yeah. I come back to base to interact with the NPCs yeah. and then I fuck off for a bit. You town portal scroll back. <laughs> <laughs> Sell all your junk. I just <laughs> drop off your runes. <laughs> I like the exploration <coughs> aspect of it. Yeah. Because the world is dynamically generated. Oh, yeah. You That's have, like, point. let's say you're in. Some, like, slightly hilly area with some trees. That's cool. Yeah. And it has, like, grass. And maybe you have more of, like, a field area. Maybe you have a snow area. I like going out and finding those things. Because, like, it's filled with this sense of childlike wonder. Right. Where it's not complicated. It's not spectacular visually. hmm But just, like, oh, this is new. This is kind of cool. Yeah. But and I that- like finding, like, oh, this is a pack of cows or chickens. yeah. Well, talk more about they later or like when the horses were introduced yeah just going out or finding these naturally occurring mountains i'm like we could build a cool fucking house here oh
0: yeah just like i could hollow this out you know it's just there kind of to like give you inspiration and uh new experiences and like from a technical perspective it was impressive how much they comp, like how much they accomplished in a randomly uh generated uh, setup mm-hmm. so i don't know, like early versions of minecraft um there was actually eventually they imposed a hard limit on how far you can expand and the world will actually stop auto generating past a point it's a very takes a very very long time but in earlier versions of the game it let it, you uh, continue to randomly generate chunks by just traveling in one direction basically um for a very long time until like the game just started to fall apart like physics stopped working and like chunks would stop loading and all this other nonsense
1: i remember some of the earlier servers it's like hey guys don't don't explore too much yeah it's like we were a rural like town in 1600s like (laughs) hey guys we know our group we don't really know the people in the other town so let's just keep to our own ourselves (laughs) and not not rock the boat it's like
0: there there's a sign it's like uh, there be monsters but the monsters are running out of RAM because one guy went off exploring when everyone else was You is have one creeper just kind of like
1: floating in the sky, like, yeah. Killed me. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's something I want to touch on. So, mobs, kind of like, yeah. first experience. Mm. When you hit that first nighttime, you dig underground because mobs can spawn in like low light levels. Yes. Which, mm. as soon as the sun's gone, is fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Nighttime, some would call yeah. it. <laughs> so, like, you have your skeleton archers who can shoot you at range with mm-hmm. surprising fucking accuracy. Yeah. You have zombies, which are slow, but now they can kind of gang up on you. Mm-hmm. They push Creeper. you back into a corner, maybe. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, sh- they don't deal damage to you. They okay. shove you. They bully you. <laughs> they use their words. Yeah. Say hurtful things. <laughs> Give me your lunch money. <laughs> but I think for me... Um, Creepers and spiders were the most devastating. Oh yeah, spiders because they could just climb walls. <laughs> I have so built I'd, my defenses. <laughs> I would actually build kind of a uh, turrets out a little bit mm-hmm. so they couldn't pass through. Right, you hear them kind of like hissing, trying to crawl up. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, you stay there. <laughs> you have the ledge
0: system. <laughs> I, I think creepers, creepers are definitely the most iconic. For oh the yeah, series. like the. Do you remember the old meme? Uh, the what? Which one?
1: It was a picture of a creeper, kind of like feature on a building like that's a nice everything you've got there oh yeah (laughs) it'd be a shame if somebody were to destroy it
0: it was basically the bane of everyone who wanted to play uh legos uh, on their friend's survival server (laughs) yes (laughs) like i have just finished this awesome thing out of my relatively weak
1: uh material (laughs) ah crap (laughs) when you have that wooden house and then a walking explosive comes up it's like hey (laughs) yeah
0: it's not that they necessarily made the game, like, more difficult, but they forced you to be alert because they didn't, uh, like, they could stick around, right? Like, um, I know eventually the AI would kind of prefer shadows, and Creepers didn't burn in the uh, in the daylight. Yeah, they weren't undead. Were yeah. I briefly had, like, a little bit of confusion because, like, I could have sworn they burned, and it's because I had a mod that made it so <laughs> they burned in daylight. I was, like, not dealing with this. But no, vanilla experience they uh they'd stick around and then they had this weird like um they would track basically follow your path if they're like trailing you mm-hmm. and then um if you like went through a, a place they couldn't pass through like a door they would stand off to the side that was like in their ai oh like i'm not here yeah <laughs> they'd like stand off to the side so you'd open the door and then it would uh explode which is why that happened so often oh, that's shady yeah which was really funny if you like had some windows at the front of your house and you're just like staring at it and you're like I see you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looked at me <laughs> and I looked at him <laughs> uh, and then I didn't go outside because I didn't want my house blown up so yeah, I you know, was having <laughs> an escape.
1: <laughs> Jake, you don't have friends over anymore. No, not no, can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's it's for the good of the friends, really. Yeah, because they were the only mom that was really proximity based yeah that hissing
0: and that explosion
1: other ones if they just saw you if you're close enough they'd go and aggro and try to attack you but their mm. attack was just self detonating and taking a lot of your time and effort with it
0: and I think if I recall like the creeper was uh, Notch's first attempt at like the pig skin right or was it the cow one of those and they, he he just like screwed it up entirely and so it came out like looking like the creeper and, and so was, we just
1: made a separate model like yeah.
0: this will be its own thing yeah it's his own thing now. That's great. Which I really like. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the combat aspect it existed for sure. Um, and you would encounter some of that, you know, if you're, you're digging through caves, uh, avoiding lava, other things that ruin all of your accomplishments. Um, but uh, it wasn't until kind of like later in the series that they added significantly more combat like things like uh, i say the series as though it's not just one game but my brain automatically did that because it's been so long episode (laughs) three yeah
1: um
0: but you know things like uh the wither obviously like the ender dragon these other like big fights um that are are meant to be kind of like raids essentially for my they wanted
1: some actual more end game content besides hey you've been making houses for 30 hours you want to do anything else "Eh, (laughs) yeah you got got a cool house (laughs)
0: Um, yeah basically just prime kids for like mmos i think it's basically the goal just get them in that rating early you're like okay i brought the potions you have the bow the infinity bow <laughs> it's like an infinity gauntlet but <laughs> way less dramatic it just shoots a lot of arrows
1: <laughs> i'm making a snap noise nothing's happening <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but the they expanded on it eventually but early the game didn't necessarily have that much like in the way of uh, very dangerous. I, like,
1: I I'd say the biggest danger would have been lava.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inattentiveness.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Never dig straight down. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like, I, I I remember that like specifically, like being said whenever people were would start playing the game. They're like, all right, here's your list of advice, and never dig straight down. Yes, it is the most efficient way to get to layer twelve where diamonds start. It's a bad idea.
1: (laughs) I actually started uh, using ladders in the game. Oh, yeah. And I would dig down from the surface, place some ladders there, go down, Mm -hmm. press shift, like stay on the ladder, dig down further, place ladders as I went down. Yeah. And kind of start a tunnel that way. And you have to have it like two blocks out, right? Like you'd have to have
0: the block right below you and then one away from that, I believe. You could could go straight down on one with one block space. I mean, your character is
1: only one block. I thought that the weeks. ladder like, pushed you off just a little bit. No, Actually, it's you know, flat. Oh, interesting. We're but, learning today. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is, there's there's going to be a lot of things where I'm just uh, misremembering because it's been so long since I experienced that.
1: I'll be your shitty fact, checker.
0: <laughs> the way that I chose to dig down was like I had a um, uh, kind of diagonal stairs and then just actually set stairs the whole down way down three over one down yeah. three over <laughs> one yeah
1: um but at least you put stairs mm-hmm. i would just kind of like run down and be like hooray and then when i want to come back from the line i'd be like jump 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 jump, jump 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 yeah which was much slower yeah i know did you actually ever use minecarts to get down places <laughs> i think literally never
0: <laughs> i don't i think i think it was because like they had such a heavy iron requirement Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so. Well, time. I guess the
1: rails themselves—the rails, yeah—much
0: more intensive. Um, I, I, I'm sure I use a minecart like once, but I believe it was—I um, believe it was in the Nether, because I think one of the coolest, and we, we can get into the constructions, but one of the—it's the, uh, not like it was a novel idea, but something cool that was set up was um, in the Nether, which we haven't talked about at all, but it's basically hell. Um, <laughs> Fields of lava, uh, like aggressive mobs, all of this terrible stuff. But um, the map was compressed compared to the overworld. It's kind of like this. Um, it was a setup where you could anticipate where you would end up in the overworld with some math on the coordinates. Not like your vertical exit, like where the um, yeah, but your x and y, yeah, for like for your exit. So what it had was this uh, rail track that went between nether portals and it was basically fast travel for the overworld because you could spend a little bit of time on a rail in the nether and like travel vast different like vast distances in the overworld which i thought was
1: like really cool um i think when we actually would switch between towns on servers mm -hmm. we initially used the rail system in the overworld but then once we discovered you could just Essentially go to hell and back. Yeah, and back, back to hell and back. back. <laughs> yeah. You could just, like you said, use that uh, nether portal skip for the compressed distance. Yeah. And it was way faster. But I mean, not like we went ever back to old towns that much. Maybe yeah. like to a nostalgic trip. Mm-hmm. Go visit the old country. Yeah.
0: <laughs> visit my parents back home. The uh, Yeah, usually we end up like communally... We would have a bunch of friends playing the game and we'd build like a village or a town. and uh, some people would hang out there and then others would go off exploring and doing their things. Um, I was never one for like building a ton. I, I, if I had like a functional construction, I had no problems making that, but very rarely do I, do I build for the sake of building or for like just aesthetics. you never Um, made cool houses, but you were like, the town probably needs a this. Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm the one digging the well or something like that, (laughs) which is not something
1: you do in this game. And here I am doing like my art deco piece on the ceiling. (laughs) Man, I'm starving. (laughs) (laughs) Starving artist, that's me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I I really like the construction of um, machines and devices and just make something cool. I never really got into redstone, Um, like... Programming or anything like that, but I mean, like a basic circuit or something like that would be yeah. fine. Yeah.
1: I like doing the occasional slightly more complicated mechanism because my thing on any server is you start out from spawn, you make a shit shack, which is just basically yeah, it has a bed, yeah. it has a crafting table, um, a f- furnace, and maybe like a chest to like store your junk. Yeah. After that, I would make. A nice house yeah like something i actually wanted to make and design either near the town or in the town or it'd be like fuck the town it'd be really far away yeah <laughs> after that i fulfilled my creative purposes as far as design and i'm like well maybe i could just make a giant chicken farm or yeah. do something kind of unique or truly like i like making little hidden passageways which mm. funneled into other hidden passageways so I can just like, store like one cool item that nobody else gave a shit about. Yeah. But it's like here's where I'm gonna store all my diamond armor. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like a sign that's just like it's dangerous to go alone and take this, a chest with like one garbage stone sword in it yeah. or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely added support for uh, some of those more like innovative designs. Like with, with pistons you could have hidden passages oh actually attached to
1: solid uh, solid stone. It's the coolest thing to make sticky pistons that would move blocks. Yeah. So you could like walk forward and the door would open for you like, hello, Dave. <laughs> it's convenient that I'm named that. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird for everyone else. <laughs>
0: hello, I'm Jimmy. <Jake. laughs> yeah. Now the, the potential for some of those constructions is really awesome. Like Things like trap doors, like you mentioned, ladders. You had like a wide variety to go about populating spaces in interesting ways. Are trapdoors gay? (laughs) I don't know if I can answer that question. (laughs) I wanted to pepper that in real quick, but we got too far. (laughs) I know one of our listeners in particular will appreciate that, but...
1: They won't listen to this episode, though. That's probably true. Oh,
0: well. We tried. Uh, And the rest of our listeners will all be offended, so...
1: (laughs) I'm a (laughs) trapdoor.
0: Yeah, but... uh... No it's it definitely just a lot of interesting variations to way you could go to ways you could go about playing the game like like you mentioned that,
1: and I think everybody who we played with had their own approach mm-hmm. like I don't know anybody who is doing the exact same thing as me or the exact same thing as you. right. everyone had their I'm gonna focus on this and do this own thing, and we all kind of complimented each other and made a town yeah and and one person would always be a useless asshole there's always one person Dave, i'm sorry i'm sorry that's <laughs> nah, uh they they
0: continue to basically add professions to the game or different things you could work on like um and that's where a lot of the content like uh came through for me things like enchanting we're like who? i'm gonna find a way to get experience um like, get these enchanting books now. You now you need the books, so you need like leather and you need paper. Paper is easy, but now you gotta gather leather, which means you gotta like have cows breed and all this. This stuff. is why I
1: make runs out of the town yep. to murder and come back. <laughs> it's for the good of the people, the murder's for the people. I bought you these skins. Where'd you get these? <laughs> is this is this human? <laughs> Where's Timmy? Oh
0: man, yeah. Um but yeah enchanting you get those books um and then the payoff was huge because uh, eventually they, they continue to add enchantments to the game and they kind of broke the um durability economy i would say with the introduction of like the mending enchantment so now as your character gets experience your gear repairs itself and no longer um no longer do you have that, like, have that OCD nagging in the back of your brain. It's like, if I wear my diamond armor and it takes damage, yeah, I'm losing diamonds. Like, I will need to get more. Because
1: back in the day, you had to just recreate the thing. Yep. You couldn't be like, well, I'm going to slap some more diamonds on this and repair it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the Ford wasn't a thing yet. Or, sorry, the anvil.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's introductions of things like that. Even though, you know, like, maybe it messes with the balance a bit. Um so that you're much more like diamond deficient, it was way worth it from a gameplay standpoint because it had me go all the way down this like tree of developing enchantments. And I spent so much time figuring out all of that to try to make this optimized gear. That I mean, it would have been easier to just get more diamonds, right? Like, uh, but I had fun. I think uh, I think the payoff was worth it. I really like. Uh, several kind of professions you can you can go for in the game and sometimes just coming up with your own thing like for me um i well I wasn't coming up with my own thing but potions like apothecary if i had uh some some chests where i'd have completed potions i'd try to keep them stocked and you're like here's your fireproof here's your healing regeneration that was awesome
1: and i appreciated you doing that because i'm not the type of guy to go and craft things as much as just Slap some stuff on me. I will go out and murder. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a murder hobo. I really did <laughs> like crafting and designing things as well. But I liked going out on the expeditions into the wilderness and coming back. Yeah. To provide those supplies for you to make cool potions. Like potions of invisibility. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. There's some really great stuff there.
0: I, I, I remember that the uh, the fireproof potion required you to get blaze rods from farming blaze in the nether, which like can easily burn you to death. Because so, they shoot fireballs. Yes. you on fire. But as soon as you get that potion from fighting them, you can now more easily farm them because you'll be immune to their their fire attacks. Um, which
1: was... kind of like a Monster Hunter catch-22. Exactly,
0: yeah. You're like, I've now defeated this opponent. I am better at fighting this opponent. Which was, was a nice touch. I like that. Um, and then just machines. Like uh, For me, it was... See, the, going back to the aesthetic thing, like I didn't make machines that were cosmetically interesting. I had machines that were like mechanically; they had some payoff, like um, like an auto fishing type setup where you just sit there with like holding your mouse and continually fish until like your inventory's full, and then everything after that would get like pulled into a chest, like through a hopper or something yeah. like that. You come back the next day and be like, "Here's all my enchantment books," um, and I just I love stuff like that I, I love the automation part
1: it, it is sad how like I can go out on like a day expedition and come back maybe find some cool things meanwhile you're like hey here's some like level 30 enchantment books each <laughs> yeah. of them have four different enchantments <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the trick though sometimes like there's some really rare enchantments that were really hard to find in the wild and so whichever way could just generate enchantments the fastest was the way to get them basically um that's life though you know uh, I think the exploration probably paid off a little bit more later like when they started to add uh, more biome types and different things you can encounter in the world um I didn't I didn't see a lot of that like so so prior to this we had taken a look at the biome list
1: and because there's a lot now
0: <laughs> I, I've like visited maybe like 20 percent of them maybe less because I just, didn't go out in the world uh, for the most part. <laughs> um, but I, I suspect that you've probably seen more of them.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm a world traveler. <laughs> I still think my favorite is um, as soon as they introduced ice blocks. Yeah. Because you could run and jump on those and it'd be faster than if you were just doing normal ground. You get like some slide. Yeah. And you could also then use the snow to make snowmen, which sounds kind of cheeky and dumb but they would actually throw snowballs at enemy mobs. Yeah. Not damaging them, but they'd push them back. Right. So I'd just like kind of like align them up around my house like fucking let's go. <laughs> the other downside is if you have like a beach house, they don't do so well in the sun. <laughs> and they will melt if they're not in a cold place. Huh. I Actually didn't know about that. I did know they had um it
0: was around the introduction of like villages and villagers and things, right? They added the iron golems. Oh yeah. Those guys are just, like, sentinels that would actually uh, fight back mobs. Those guys did do damage, if I remember correctly.
1: Their only downside is if they, like, went into water, they didn't really get back out. <laughs> they just stayed they would, they'd just they be fine. They just... <laughs> I don't think they could move up at oh, all. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. They might be able to go one block, but then, like, most other things, they just kind of, like... I'm here now. <laughs> so what you gotta do is you build you build your village on like a battle plateau <laughs> and then have the
0: iron golems around so they don't have to deal with verticality.
1: <laughs> Are you guys playing on creative? No, why? Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think um, there's a lot of interesting biomes, but uh, I kind of stuck with the nether. I, one, one of the things I always kind of wanted a little bit more of in Minecraft was the survival push, like where um, it would constantly be prompting you to uh, continue to survive like always challenge you with um, new things to work on and new problems and things like that and they they developed that a lot with the systems that like we mentioned Um, but the necessity part was never like hugely in play people played minecraft for a variety of reasons Mm -hmm. so you didn't want to just like limit everyone playing survival by making the game super super hard and other games kind of dug more into that they're just like, all right, we're gonna make the game difficult, you know. Focus on zombies most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie survival early access. <laughs> That'll you survive.
1: Oh no. Um, but yeah, another uh, will not actually let you sleep. Yeah, yeah. You
0: you can't put down a bed because it'll just explode which I'm still convinced to this day that was just because they had issues like synchronizing sleeping between the overworld and the nether or something. there's like, oh, "fuck it. Okay. <laughs> it's a feature." Explosion. Yeah, and then water immediately uh goes out, so you can't just like dump a single source block of water on like the river of lava <laughs> and to turn it all into obsidian and walk across it.
1: Also, um la- lava travels, I think eight times faster or four times faster in the nether really i didn't know that huh yeah so if you're ever like digging and you find yourself under a bed of lava and you kind of break a block of netherrack it comes out insanely fast whereas Mm. if you're in the overworld you're like oh shit, and you have time to react and place a block to stop it or place some water to turn it into Cobb or Obsidian, depending. That just clicked in my head
0: because I literally had that happen and I never processed that it was because lava was traveling faster because I never had problems with it in the overworld. Mm-hmm. But I remember getting overwhelmed by it in the nether and that makes so much sense now. We're learning a lot here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, I just liked how aggressive the nether was. There was always something trying to kill you and there was rewards all over the place. Um, except for pigmen yeah they they were just like (laughs) neutral mobs (laughs) (laughs) i I think until you hit one yes yeah they had like interesting aggro rules too because it would like aggro on anyone i think like it basically flipped an aggro switch but then it was for that area um and i believe that other aggro uh pigmen could actually like force aggro if they were near additional aggro pigment. So they'd like chase you through and maybe pigmen who weren't aggroed to you would aggro to you once they caught wind of the What other are you mad about? That guy. Yeah. Alright, fuck him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it. There's really some interesting uh interesting uh setup there. Because you could easily get overwhelmed by the pigment. Like they were they were fast, they had diamond swords. You could get um golden swords. Oh yeah, I said I said diamond didn't I? But I meant yeah. golden, yeah.
1: Golden is actually equivalent to I think it's stone it's or wood. It's pretty low. I remember the durability was really, was, breakable. was really low, but
0: it had like decent damage, yeah. I believe.
1: You're still getting hit with the sword, which kind of sucks.
0: Yes. But uh, yeah, golden swords for sure. I actually had like a, um, <laughs> one of my grandest constructions was in the nether, um, which required using a glitch to break through the top of the nether, which um, usually has unbreakable blocks. But you could use like a glitch with it was either a minecart or a door or something like that. To it was a minecart to glitch through it. You'd basically be, like get as high as you possibly could, and then find a spot where the layer is one block deep, and then place a Minecraft below or minecart below that a Minecraft, <laughs> a minecart below that. Jump in the minecart, um, dismount the minecart, which now has you phasing through this block above you, okay, and yeah. then jump up. And you had to make sure that you brought uh, resources to create a Nether portal um, above this layer. You can't
1: really right click back into the minecart yes. through the floor.
0: <laughs> you don't go back down. <laughs> um, so if you if you screw that up, you're just stuck there. But anyways, the the top was completely flat. It just you could see that like ambient kind of red background that the Nether always mm-hmm. has, and then just built a pillar all the way up to the ceiling, um, which is. It, it just has a point where you can't build blocks any higher. And then built out three huge donuts with hollowed out like, center where this uh, pillar is. And then like a platform on it where um, I could kind of watch all of the donuts. And it was situated far enough out that um, the donuts would be where mobs would spawn, specifically pigmen. And then they would all funnel towards me as soon as I attacked one of them. And then they'd continue to spawn... They'd all just rush forward to their deaths, fall down this pillar to an experience collection area, <laughs> and periodically climb down, grab all the experience, and then go back up to the top. And you could, like, max out on experience really fast.
1: Yeah. Because previously, I think the fastest way of experience that I knew of was farming nether courts. Yeah. Which was just a higher experience payout, um, or you could yeah you could uh get yeah i'm not sure what word i was going for <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be a something much more.
0: <laughs> but yeah there is a I, yeah i remember at some point they actually added the ability to get experience through blocks um i don't remember if that was uh, initially available or if that was. i don't was. think it was
1: but they started adding the things like um redstone lapis lazuli mm-hmm, yeah
0: which is a fun word to say honestly Lapis lazuli. <laughs> oh, and that was the one a cosmetic
1: block I'd actually use for things. Just blocks of lapis. If we're going back to the trolling thing real quick, oh, yeah. a common thing you could do because you could make them into blue blocks mm-hmm. was put it at the bottom of a shaft and tell your friend to jump down because if you jump into water, if it's two blocks deep, you won't take any falling damage. Yeah. It will kind of just nullify it. So your efficient way to get to the bottom of the mine. Yeah, so you tell your friend to jump down like, oh cool, is there water down there? They look, they see it's blue, if they jump mm-hmm. down. Yeah. It's just a flat surface and they're dead. He's just like you you, you blue blocking
0: me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's just at the bottom of your shaft, two blue blocks. <laughs> oh, that's the best joke we're gonna have for this episode, oh, easily. Damn it. That's okay. Alright, we'll 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 get them in the
1: next one. So one thing <laughs> something I want to touch on then, since you are talking about um always having to push for that necessarily Necessary survival yes yeah. Minecraft does kind of cap out a point where you are you are become god. Yes. You can kind of <laughs> handle anything that's thrown at you because you're so set up with your gear, and your base of operations can't really be impeded by standard mobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain mods, that's true. One of which I know we played at some point was Blood Moon. Yeah, which was like every so many nights you'd have a blood moon instead of a normal nighttime, and it would turn the mob rate up like 10 times. Yeah, you just get swarmed. To the point that we cause like, we're kind of like oh well how bad is it going to be? Let's try out this thing. Mm. Uh, it's insane because also their <laughs> aggro rate is turned up so they can detect you from a very far away distance and then just go after you. Yeah. So we did kind of go back to our I'm going to dig a hole in the ground and hope for the fucking vest <laughs> and we started like putting torches around us and we made like this very small cave where we just kind of held hands and prayed and you know <laughs> sang songs but it lasted like three nights yeah and then i don't think we played that game anymore. <laughs> just destroyed the world yeah there's a there's
0: been a lot of mods that we've tried over the years kind of before talking about uh some of my favorites We actually i made a couple mods uh back in the day for uh Uh-oh. for bucket um which is like a mod platform that has since been deprecated but uh, they were very basic, but one of them was something I always kind of wish existed, which was um, when you're chopping down a tree, or punching it, as the case may be, uh, all the blocks float. Like, Minecraft doesn't have falling physics, except for specific blocks like sand and things like that, and gravel. Um, but the tree just floats there, and that kind of bothered me. I was like, this shouldn't be the case. So the, the mod I made made it so if you uh, hit a block on a tree, um, it would... Recursively check every uh block block above it. above it and then if it hit a wood block it would check every block around that and etc up the tree and uh they would fall down until they no longer fell they no longer fell through air so you'd just be like chop 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 and then just the tree would basically come down
1: and you could gather it all on the ground um there's one of the more convenient mods i know that was in certain things like sky factory yeah. would have that they stole your mod. <laughs> they did. They. they but it delivered. was it was really convenient. The lawsuit is pending. <laughs> um,
0: there, there was that one that was fun. That was the most practical one. The only other two I made was one that uh, made it so you could target a player, put their put their name in, basically as like an admin command, and what it would do is it would hollow out like I think a a five uh, wide area around them all the way down through bedrock, like through bedrock so they immediately just began free falling through the abyss and would die (laughs) it was pretty destructive to the world state i would say yeah i would agree with that but it was it was fun and then the last one just again targeted a player and you surround them by in a prison of obsidian (laughs) so
1: you know here i thought of of the two of
0: us i was the dick (laughs) It was it was pretty valid. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure it was obsidian and not bedrock. But if I was really being bad, then yeah. Bedrock has just kinda... make them out of make it out of bedrock. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we tried a lot of different mods, like beyond that. Um, several like technology packs, things like that.
1: I remember having jetpacks at a point?
0: Yes. We had jetpacks, power armor, the whole the whole shebang, which kind of does completely throw off the balance of the game. Um and I'll come back to some of the effects of Power Armor, because <laughs> I, I know that eventually we we'll want to talk about some of the in-game fights, and I want to talk about how trivial it was with Power Armor after the case, but uh, there's there's a lot of technological mods out there that kind of just expand the tech tree ridiculously, like Applied Energistics, which allows you to take all of your items and store them in like tiny computers and hard drives and things, and then you can extract them like wherever you want, and it completely just changes the feel of the game. Yeah. Um, And sometimes, like, not necessarily for the better. Some people would argue.
1: Yeah. I've always, like I said, I'm very basic in my Minecraft needs. I want to destroy blocks and place blocks for the most part. I do like some of the mod packs, but for the ones that have the more complicated tech trees, I don't, I'm stubborn. I don't want to really learn a new thing. Mm -hmm. And also, usually, when somebody would have a server, there'd be several mod packs going on at once and i'd have 50 different recipes for a thing and like i have no idea what this is for where it came from or like what i'm supposed to do with it
0: yeah yeah they had a they literally eventually started creating mods i think like not enough items which allowed you to search in your crafting like recipe to try to narrow down to specific items because there's so many added but like some of the some of my favorite memories from playing actually involved some of those technical mod packs like um Back when we were playing with our friend Dan, uh, he was playing uh, Miscraft, he would Mm -hmm. specialize in that. Basically you get a bunch of words together that would describe um, kind of a world or a situation, so one of them might be like diamond, dense, and then it's like dangerous world or something like that. And what would happen is you could create a portal to that world um, and uh, hopefully a portal back. You'd have some anchor to your, your core world. But if you pick something that was like obviously super overpowered the world would just degenerate like rapidly with this like corruption that um, basically made it like unplayable so you uh, one of one of my favorite memories was we like rolled out as a squad to like one of these uh, diamond worlds and we put down this huge quarry that just like massively dug resources out like automatically
1: It's just kind of like laser farming blocks from above right?
0: exactly. And we were just here on like the outsides trying to protect the quarry itself, the machine that's doing all this. And it just it's it's hooked up to a trans-dimensional portal called a Tesseract, <laughs> where it's drawing power from our world to power the quarry, and then taking sending resources, the items back. yeah, sending the items back to our world. And uh, the corruption would like spread from these outside blocks, and we could break it. You could like actually break the corruption blocks, and then periodically it would spread to adjacent blocks. But if you broke it, it would stop the spread. Until we realized that it was like literally starting to encompass all of the blocks like outside of sight, And we were not going to be able to stop it. So we just pack up the quarry as quick as we can, head up to the surface and leave the world. And that's just, that's just an awesome experience. I love stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Similarly, around the same time we were doing dimensional doors, Yeah, which was similar where you had a portal to another dimension. You could set up your own dimensional door and have a pocket dimension, which gave you I think a let's say nine by nine by nine space mm-hmm. and you could kind of hollow out the walls a little bit but it was just this it was like black space. it was like yeah.
0: black right like there's just this kind of abyss looking walls yeah.
1: but it was all walled in technically by like a black wool and then mm-hmm. outside of that was something akin to life fibers we don't know exactly <laughs> what yeah but it's really cool to make your own space and then beyond that there were certain dimensional doors which would just spawn naturally in the world yeah so if you went into one it would take you into a random location. Some of them would have traps and loot. Yeah. And then you could go back to the overworld, or you could go deeper. And it would sometimes have branching paths, and you just go between these dimensions to other things. And if you died in the dimensional void, yeah, you actually had to go through this weird purgatory yeah. where you had to essentially dig your way out while these eyes were following you yeah if they, oh, like, if they like looked at you too long it like set you back
0: to the start yep and it's you were like, stuck
1: in purgatory until you got out
0: yeah no it, it was really cool there's a lot of there's a lot of really awesome content there um, it just sadly broke the server <laughs> yes I, I remember um some of the mods we had in that particular mod pack like had memory leaks and just over time it just started causing way too many problems like the corruption in the other worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Minecraft is kind of just based around that core, I think. It's just do what you want and it was easily moddable. People have all of these mods. If you just had a cool idea, it was really easy to make it because you didn't have to like spend a ton of time learning art or anything like that. It's I mean, I I made mods, so that's you know a sample of how how easy it must have been. Um, but I think I think that's this whole just do what you want in this creative space uh, really pushed the game. I think that even with all of those experiences, all of those mechanics, uh, the thing that really tied it all together, though, was the fact that you could play with your friends. You could play with friends you haven't made yet. You could play with friends that you know. Um, there were so many online servers uh, that people had set up where they could play with their friends. And that really just made the experience.
1: Oh, yeah, we definitely joined on like, um, some custom servers where it's like, Hey, um, survive! Yeah. you kind of like run away from spawn for like, and you have ten minutes of free time, and then you try and set up a base and yep. not get killed. Oh yeah, and that was kind of cool. Like PvP Minecraft is a legitimate yeah, thing. essentially yeah, and they have lots of variations of that which are cool too. One story I actually remember is on an earlier server back before some of the cooler things were initiated into the game. Mm-hmm. Primal Minecraft, yes. <laughs> Blocks and stuff. <laughs> I remember we started working on something I called the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And this was like a side project uh, I started with some people. Where the first area was kind of this dimly lit room. It had some sign of like, these are the rules of the gauntlet. Yeah. Basically, there were a bunch of chests where you had to like go in, strip down. Right. They kind <laughs> of hose you down. Right. <laughs> but they just you just don't want to have any items that you could lose because... Everybody dies in the gauntlet. <laughs> it was this kind of challenge course I wanted to try making. It wasn't super complicated, but you first go through a set of iron doors. Mm-hmm. And once you go through, it, that was it. Yeah. And you could have, like, other people kind of, like, spectate you. <laughs> but the floor was lava. Did
0: you, for the spectate, did you have, like, a side room or, like, a room above it or something you can kind
1: of watch? Or I how- think I just had, like, uh, some windows. Oh, okay. So cool. your your teammates... Or your your friends could just kind of like, hey, you suck. (laughs) But it was a series of like precision jumps to blocks and certain other mechanics where you might have to like hang onto a ladder and go across or some other things. Yeah. And that was just it was fun. Yeah. To like map out these precision jumps and like don't touch the lava. (laughs) And just get to the other side. Yeah. And then after that, I think we try to make a underwater course that had glass so everything kind of looked like water you couldn't really see you had to like find your way around the underwater maze before drowning (laughs) and then i don't think we got beyond that really oh man people kind of petered off after that but it was really fun to work on for like several days that sadly yeah no that
0: sounds really cool though like i i I think that that's basically the key to get people engaged and be like hey here's here's a challenge other people are trying to complete
1: it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and they say they can do it better than you. Yeah. And you suck. <laughs> no, it's...
0: That that cooperative and competitive environment in Minecraft is just completely legit. Um, it's cool that you, you uh, created that. I know that people had an entire game mode set up where there would be rules in place. Like, you can't destroy blocks. It's like adventure mode, basically. Mm-hmm. You had to go through and try to like solve a puzzle and figure something out or um, they had uh, teams of people in pvp where uh, they literally practiced the fastest way to make tnt cannons so they'd be on like opposite islands oh. with like cores <laughs> yeah and they'd have like limited resources but they'd have like resources and chests and stuff and they'd immediately just grab the resources start building these cannons like light a tnt that would launch another tnt that was yeah. lit to go to the opposite person's island and it would like destroy part of their core and the first one to like destroy the core uh, won and just like all of this stuff just because it's so freeform and it really just set things in motion for the entire industry to to be changed like how many many Minecraft clones exist let alone games oh my god just
1: go on Steam and look at games (laughs) under $15
0: yeah if you want to just look for early access, survival, <laughs> creative, and Rust, you're, yeah, you're you're gonna find a lot of things that were inspired by this kind of free form game. Um. And the 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 other thing was Minecraft, like at its core, was not very complicated. Which, like we mentioned a little bit earlier,
1: graphically, um, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just pick, you know, kind of like eight bit. Well, it's just style. it's blocks. Yeah. Like your character is two blocks. You could put a skin over it, right? Um, Which I did. Obviously steampunk. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do your own little flair on it. Yeah. I forget what mine is because I haven't looked at myself in a while. I'm sure it's something really dumb <laughs> and edgy. It was like a blue and black. Uh, it was of... like some frost warrior thing. Yeah. Of like,
0: out of my options in this, I guess. What's funny is like I picked that. I picked like a skin really, really early. Like but you haven't changed site. it since, exactly. have you? Exactly. Yeah. But since I still use the same account, it's like the same one's loaded from the site.
1: I mean, like you're an adult; you're not thinking, "Let me go update my Minecraft skin." You're yeah, exactly. Like, this is what I have. <laughs> how long? How long has it been since I updated? It's like an skin? AOL screen name. It's you're locked in now. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Oh man.
0: AOL though. <laughs> 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 no, it's a. It 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 was a great experience. I'm sure everybody who's uh, listening to this has probably had their experiences. In Minecraft at this point. Specifically ha- specifically with us, probably. <laughs> yes. Because he hasn't played at this point. But, I don't know. It's fun to reminisce
1: sometimes. And Speaking it- of. Yes. Because I'm bad at transitions. <laughs> Segway! <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> so, there's a story back from... We run Squad Deep. We've already had several different servers, several different towns at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And I think most people are familiar with the end... Which was like the first kind of end game content, right. hence its name. Yeah. What could this mean? <laughs> you had to use Eyes of Enders to find a fortress, and mm-hmm. then put enough eyes in this portal, and then jump into the portal, which brought you to the end, and you could fight the Ender Dragon. Yes. Which typically you had to go squad deep, have a lot of endgame diamond enchantments and yeah. powerful bows, because you had to destroy the crystals, drop at high places... He would like he had a bunch of health, and he had like an actual health bar at the top of the screen, mm-hmm. which
0: is like kind of weird for Minecraft at the time. And uh, if you like damaged him but didn't
1: hurt the crystals, he would heal himself off of them, right? Yes. Fle- and Tommy flew by them. Yeah. So usually it was a team effort. So one time, now we had done this easily across sub servers like four or five times.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But this time, we're like, hey, let's actually try and get a party together. Let's do something as a group. Because typically you have three or four people at a time. Mm -hmm. They might go raid something. But we were doing this squad deep. We had like eight or nine people. Yeah. Uh, We all put beds um, in the fortress right next to the portal. Everyone was geared up. We went through all of our checks. It's like, okay, everybody on three. And we were going to jump in at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so we all jumped in, except for one person who was taking a piss or (laughs) God knows what. So we go in. We see the health bar come up, like you mentioned. Yeah. And we're kind of just on a floating platform, and the actual ground is probably like 10, 15 blocks away. Yes. We're like, okay, if you guys have blocks, let's kind of build over to there, and then we'll dig our way up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as we start dig- uh, start placing like the first couple of blocks, the ender dragon comes over and just swoops down, knocks all eight of us off, and we <laughs> all die, full party life. <laughs> now, we're fucking dying because... We lost everything in a fucking instant. Yeah. Except for the one person who's like, "Guys, wait, what?" <laughs> We're just like, "Holy shit, that was our time just got fucking nixed, just yeah. like that."
0: Yeah, he he he's kind of like an all or nothing sort of fight because he he could beat you legitimately with his attacks, but the most dangerous thing was the fact that he just destroyed terrain that he flew through, by yeah. far.
1: <laughs> it was it was spooky because you're you're on this floating platform even if you get onto the main island
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah at least then you've got like some depth to the blocks so
0: maybe he can do a fly through and not like break all the way through the world but yeah it was just it was just a devastating fight um taking this back to that that reference i made earlier because i remember this uh in comparison some of these mods were very overpowered where i used uh the uh, power armor power armor yep and I had like the ability to fly and basically super jump, and then this laser gun, and then I was like solar powered, so I never had to recharge anything. And I was just like, people were just offline or something. I was like, I-, I wonder how strong this is. So I went to the end and I killed the ender dragon. <laughs> it was By yourself. really, really, really easy because <laughs> I could fly, so falling through wasn't much of a problem, and he posed no challenge. Uh, basically, they should ramp up the difficulty on the ender dragon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Get good yeah, Minecraft. Give him a suit of power armor. <laughs> Make him a uh, a mecha blood dragon, and
1: call it a day. You better fucking kill it. <laughs> Far cry blood dragon. So before we wrap this up, I want to ask: Do you actually have any standout memories? Oh of- no absolutely nothing
0: okay <laughs> I actually just can't, can't recall memories anymore <laughs> long term memory loss <laughs> no I think I think it's I think it's just the collective experience of playing with friends I think it's it's just too much It's we've played for so many years it's hard to pick out a specific thing now beyond what was mentioned obviously
1: man that really kind of shoots my thing in the foot <laughs> did you have did you have a particular memory that you gee Jack th- thanks for asking <laughs> One thing I've always loved doing in the past, I probably will plan to do again, Mm -hmm. be forewarned if you do play on the current server, Right. Um, I liked having a chicken farm. Mm -hmm. I liked that you could kind of attract chickens with seed, and you could put them in like a little pen, and you could breed them, and they drop eggs, and you could use the eggs to spawn more chickens. Right. And like, how far can we take this? (laughs) So on one of the first servers, we were in like a very small, simple town. It was kind of sandy. I kind of just dug a hole in the ground. And as soon as it got to, like, uh, sandstone, so it wouldn't cave in on itself, and I just had a chicken farm. And then people would log in and be like, Dave, I I hear chickens constantly on the server. What the fuck are you doing? I was like, <laughs> don't worry about it. And then it's one fine. day, I felt it had reached its pinnacle, its mm-hmm. peak. I shouldn't really push any further. Yeah. So I just kind of destroyed the door to my house and their pen, and I was just like, I just logged off. Uh-huh. And so people came back on and there were just chickens all throughout the town. <laughs> and that brought me some amusement. Um, and I have done that ever since to some degree. That's awesome. I remember when AJ had a really cool house. It was really well made, very ornate and stuff. Mm-hmm. All these like trapdoors and redstone. And then I just kind of like bombarded his house with chickens. And I was like, ha, nice, got him. Mm-hmm. But another friend, Ian, took it up to another level. Yeah. And he had, again, this sky castle because he fucking does that. Yes, yes. He's that, is, that is Ian. And this is back when, like, launchers were introduced. Mm-hmm. So you could put projectiles into it and then trigger it with, like, a redstone switch. And he just filled it with eggs and figured out the appropriate distance. <laughs> and he just shot eggs at AJ's house for, like, 10 straight minutes. <laughs> so eggs have, like, a. I think a one in eighth cha- one in eight chance of spawning a chicken. Yeah, but he had enough where it was mathematically viable. <laughs> so when AJ logged in again, it was just <laughs> chickens again. <laughs> uh, and as I said, it, I know it sounds dumb, but I still get such enjoyment out of even retelling that story. I could just imagine
0: like just this phrase, which I can't say unfortunately. Like like what's with all this chicken ass? You know, <laughs> oh, chicken shit. <chicken. laughs>
1: Uh, it was fun to mess with friends when you had that communal interaction mm-hmm. where it's like yeah we have our own town our own space but you could interact maybe like hide an item in somebody's place or something else it usually wasn't anything too too destructive there was that instance of like a week where everybody TNT'd each other yeah, but that ended real quick <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man yeah TNT. There's a reason certain servers have it just completely disabled.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you think that uh, coming up on a decade after you got your uh, fifteen or twenty euros worth or whatever it costs? I think it cost me twenty bucks when I got in. I think it was twenty bucks, which I think I think was around fifteen euros at the time. Because I remember I actually saw on the conversion, it's like, yeah, this is how many euros it costs. I'm like, cool. What's that? <laughs> What's that for me? <laughs> yeah. What's that in Jake bucks? <laughs> Which is, you know, the currency I use, naturally.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I'd say it is. It's definitely held up over time. Of all games I've played, including Binding of Isaac, I think it has the highest replayability. Yeah. Because every half year, we go back to it for like a week or two. Yeah. There's always somebody who's like, hey, who's going to start up a server? Yeah. And then you play for a week, and then you stop. But it's just really fun to get back into it and see what they've added. Most recently, they have this underwater patch, Mm -hmm. which I'm still exploring but they have fucking dolphins, they have sea turtles, they have treasure chests. Oh, they have so many other cool things that I'm just getting into again and reliving that childlike glee. It's really great. It is It is really, really great. I
0: actually, in preparation kind of for this episode, because I didn't play on the server this most recent time. Mm-hmm. But we were looking at uh, some of the things that were added in this uh, most recent patch. And I started getting the urge. Like, I was like looking at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's some cool stuff in this. Oh yeah. And that's that's the game. Is just I don't know if I've played a game where I got. I'm in fact, um, I'm. I, I think I could say with some certainty that I haven't played a game that I got more value out of than Minecraft. Playing by myself, playing with friends, like it's pennies for just like hundreds of hours at this point. It's it's absurd
1: yeah Absolutely it's a really crazy. big time thing even if you think of things like witcher 3 mm-hmm. or most recently free persona 5 yeah.
0: which i beat i'm free now let beat it It's not what this is about <laughs> just want people to know i'm free <laughs> <laughs> but yeah is good game It's solid so i think at least four, four out of ten i think good good score pretty solid um we don't review games here but we're not
1: GameSpot
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or GameSpy. Actually, I wonder if that's available now. Did they lose their domain? Well, I don't, I don't know. I know that, that it doesn't exist anymore, but I wonder if the name is is still trademarked. Probably. That's probably what people do. All right. Well, we'll look into it. We'll get back to you and see if we need to rename the podcast. Game guys with GameSpy. <laughs> oh, what a lovely ring to it. Yeah, the the game guys, right? Yeah, that's descriptive. <laughs> you already you are get everything that you need. They play
1: games, they're male. <laughs> Even though they're male, they're definitely phoning it in.
0: <laughs> so anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening for to another episode of Soapstone. Um, again, we've made it. We're back over an hour, so we're meeting our quotas. Living the dream. Uh, if you guys have any feedback feel free to send that in to soapstone podcast at gmail.com and remember to like us on facebook if you like us on facebook.com slash
1: soapstone podcast i also want to point out that today marks our 20th episode whew, whew. that's on a little landmark there so we've been doing this every week so that's mathematically five months yeah uh-huh. Three years. and we haven't killed each other yet <laughs> so i just want to do another extra thank you for people who have been listening or checking it out or asking. The next episode is, by the way, it's always Sunday, but we always appreciate your support and interest or your lack of interest.
0: Yeah, I mean, you listen to podcasts, clearly, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Nothing else matters. <laughs> We're here for the numbers. <laughs> see, gotta gotta pump those numbers up. Those rookie numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.
1: Yep, see ya. Cue the cool outro. I don't have anything. (laughs)